What's Care gonna do? Care's gonna rage. Honestly, I've missed your cynicism. You fall into a meat grinder. Yeah. Welcome back for another episode of Wizards and Wine. Thank you so much for sticking with us through COVID. I know that we haven't sound as slick and polished as we usually do, but uh, I am still down in Nevada with the girls still back in Halifax. So things are still quite challenging for us, but uh, we're pushing through it. We're making sure that we're still putting out as good a quality content and production as possible. So we hope that you stick with us through this and we hope that you enjoy this week's episode. Uh, hi, my name's Renee. I play Hayda, she's the cleric. Hi, I'm Christine. I play Care. He's a barbarian. Please. Hi, this is my name is Cynthia. I play Xander. She is a divine soul sorcerer. Hi, I'm Janet. I play Magria or Meg, as some people call me, and I'm a level six druid tiefling female. Hi, I'm Erin. I play Elizabeth, a human rogue and blood hunter. Uh, okay, so you see these three figures standing in front of you as you try to make a hasty retreat, recognizing that this room uh, was one that was not going to be much fun with you guys since the journal is actually with you. The three hags are standing in the, in the front of the entryway, or sorry, the exit at this point, I suppose, and they start to make a run for you. The first question for you guys were you walking like across the hallway or were you kind of walking more in a line where there are a couple in front a couple behind just so i know i probably would have been, probably, bit, like, would have been a bit further ahead because i would have been starting to lead the retreat okay yeah me too okay so i'll put you two side by side is that okay yeah okay yeah followed by i'm right behind him yeah, I'd probably do the rear guard thing. Okay. Because I was going to be, I was first on into the room thinking the lich might be there. And... Right. Okay. These hags are probably 40 feet away from you guys. So their initial um, challenge isn't going to do much for you. You're not going to have to roll for a wisdom saving throw or anything like that for being frightened or anything along those lines. And I don't think any of them have any characteristics that you guys had marked down for your fear stuff, right? We have a sea hag, there's a forest hag, and a night hag. I don't think that there was anything. Yeah, no. Nobody was afraid of trees. Cabbage. Nope, chickens. Cabbage, chickens, chickens, horses. Chickens with their heads cut off. Right. Yep, right. Tiny, tiny lizards. Or tiny lizards, correct. Like flash falling. Okay, perfect. Meg, you're up first. What do you want to do? Do you want to try to... Yeah, I, it's up to you. What are you going to do? What you going to do? Girl? Run away? <laughs> Can I run away? You're going to run back into the room? No. <laughs> That's not good either. I mean, Bosky's back there. Yes, actually. I'm going to run back. Okay. To talk to Bosky and um, Furnace Face. Well, mostly Bosky. Furnace Face. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, Care? I'm going to hold my action until they get close. I'm going to move to position myself between them. So, any of trying to like get ahead a bit so people can retreat and Okay, so guarding. you're standing up closer to Elizabeth now? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Up near them. Okay. So they can retreat and I can guard the backs. I have my glaive holding my action to attack when they're 10 feet close cuz it's got reach. Okay, perfect. Uh Hada? Well, they they charge in I mean, they're they're aggressive and they're definitely blocking your path. 
probably a rolled initiative and jumped the gun a little bit, but <laughs> it's up to you how you want to handle this. Nobody has done anything aggressive towards them yet. Yet is the opposite. Yeah, the first thing I'm going to say is you'll never get the book this way. <laughs> and they say you can't protect the book. They're like sing-songy and being really creepy about it. We've told you only we can protect the book. I will cast Sanctuary on Sandra. And that does? Uh, that will ward the creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Okay. All right. Um, Elizabeth? Oh, sorry. If the warded creature makes oh. an attack, casts a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage to another creature, the spell ends. Okay. So you're, if I you're attack them, it ends? Alright, Elizabeth? I'm going to be the meanie, and I'm going to be the first one to attack. Okay. I'm going to use my short bow. Okay. Three. <laughs> you got a three? To hit? I got a three. To hit, yeah. It just, uh, it doesn't even make it far enough to even come <laughs> close to hitting them. It just kind of goes, nope. like you almost, almost fumble your arrow. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the sea hag. Oh. Do you stop rolling your dice quite so much? Oh no, do I look like I'm doing something naughty? <laughs> you look <laughs> Sorry guys, that's terrible. Uh, 13. That's pretty funny. I was like, am I? <laughs> hallucinating. <laughs> you just look so intense too. Right? I know, <laughs> I know. I am being intense. How was your arm? Oh my god. It's terrible. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Okay. Right? <laughs> uh, 19 on Hada. Does that hit? It does. Okay. Uh, 2d6 plus 3. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 13. Xandra. I'm... Does one look meaner than the other? Uh, the sea hag seems to be uh, the leader of the you. three of them. Okay, on the sea hag, I'm releasing the witch bolt. Okay. And that's the one that stays connected to you and she takes damage every turn, right? Yes. It sounds right. Beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards a creature within range, forming a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. Make a ranged spell attack against that creature. On a hit, the target takes 1d12 lightning damage. And on each of your turns, the, for the duration, you can use your action to deal 1d12 lightning damage to the target automatically. Right. The spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. Okay, so you just roll for damage, correct? So, no, I roll the hit for, it, for the attack. Okay. So I roll the 17 plus 7. Yeah, that's going to hit. So 24 to hit. Okay. So she's taking a d12. I gotta find a d12 in this mess of dice. Seven. Okay. Plus seven. So seven points. Okay. Uh, you so hear... I'm maintaining this with them because it's concentration. I'm maintaining this sucker. It's on her. Okay. Yeah, I'm just doing it as a first level. Blasky is uh, gonna come running. You can hear his 
feet uh, running down the thing, and he is going to... Uh, Cynthia, I know that... Is she still there? No, she doesn't have her headset on. Okay. Hello. Uh, there you are. Uh, spike growth. Can you look up the details on that one for me? Spike growth, there it is. Spike uh, it's yep. concentration up to 10 minutes. Yep. Verbal somatic and material. Mm-hmm. The ground Ooh. in a 20-foot radius centered on a point within range twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. The transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature that can see the area at the time... That any creature that can't see the area. Or perception check against the spell. Uh, spell save DC to recognize the terrain as hazardous before entering it. And it is, let me see here. 150 feet. Yes, I knew that part. Okay. Uh, so he's going to uh, cast Spike Growth and he's going to put it between you guys and the hags. He gets really upset with the sprite and he's like, you told me this wasn't a dangerous situation and clearly you have yet again lied. Um, as he says that, you hear another voice. This one sounds quite strange, actually. Uh, the voice that comes, again, from behind Bosky and the sprite. The voice sounds otherworldly. doesn't sound like a regular voice that you would hear coming out of a person. The voice says, Ladies, I know he sent you here, but you should also know that I don't need you here and I don't want you here, and you need to leave. And as he says that, I don't know if they usually have this spell or not, but he's gonna cast command, and he's gonna force them all to leave. And as you turn, Renee, you see one red eye, one purple eye. <gasps> you see a very tall creature with uh, pieces and bits of what was once very long hair. He's not decaying, uh, but definitely looks gaunt. The skin may be a little bit translucent, maybe. Um, pointy ears. So this was once an elf. He's wearing a lot of jewelry. It seems to be connected to like both ears, and it drapes down under the chin. There's a lot of pins and brooches and things that cover the clothing that he's wearing. Um, there are metal caps on top of the ears that are very bejeweled and they, you know there's a lot of dangly bits that come down and curl around the ears and there's rings on all of the fingers and, and things like that and he looks to the sprite and he says I wasn't expecting you to bring so many friends with you today and the sprite says well choice you see i found a book that i thought you might want but i mean these guys kind of caught me and i got into a lot of trouble and they hurt me pretty bad and i had to tell them you know about you and he do we, do we see him oh yeah yep you guys all see this sorry um i was just i singled out hada because she had seen him in a dream so okay yeah yeah i look at i, him I recognize i very, recognize him yes she wasn't very good at covering her tracks <laughs> covering my tracks no no her no her her yeah she left Funny a trail of pointing at the sprite yeah pointing at the sprite chick i say she wasn't very good at covering her tracks i'm just gonna i'm just gonna talk to the, my group and be like the eyes the eyes 
Yep. The eyes, the eyes. Yeah. Not quite like, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine you like. The eyes, the eyes. It's yeah. the one. Um, now, everything that you know about liches tells you that if a lich meant you harm, you would probably have already come to harm. This one seems to have saved you from three hags. Best friends. And he just wants us to go. BFFs. Um, yeah. And he... What well, he I, wants, yeah. Yeah, he again addresses the, the sprite and says, well, did you get the book? And the sprite says, well, pretty sure it's here. What? <laughs> and I kind of like, guys, let's go. Let's go. Huh? <laughs> Bosky looks confused as he's looking between the lich and the sprite and you guys. And he's like, you guys, was there what? something that you needed to fill me in on here, guys? What no, book are you know. guys talking about? You know the the book that has caused all of this trouble, Pete's book. Pete's gone, man. Didn't they didn't they take that? Pete's not like here, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, does, anybody, okay, does anybody actually get that reference? <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yes, the three hags left. The lich commanded them to leave, so the three hags are gone. He actually did save you from the liches. Or, sorry, from the hags. From the hags, yeah. Yeah. Kares got his eyes on the entrance where they were, and on the lich, where supposedly whatever husky is. Okay, sure. On the other side there. Okay. So he's, he's still on guard. Okay. So the lich says, look... I'm not the bad guy here. I'm looking what book are you looking for? I'm looking for a book in particular. A book that will tell stories of the future, a book that will tell stories of things yet to come, a book that will tell What do you oh, want? She, that's not book. what she was trying to guess. What she tried to take was just a book of songs. A book of songs? Yeah. Like, Interesting. You know, write writing your songs. Interesting. That's it. Interesting. That's that's not what she. Yeah, that's not what you're looking for. Do you have this book with you? No, that's that's not with us. No. And he looks to Bosky and he says, "If I could just see the book, we could keep it protected." But what do you want with the book? There is somebody that I know who is searching for this book. I know of them because they were once my mentor. Is this a bad person? Like somebody who's turned on you? This is a person who I once believed in. And I once, you know, followed their uh, their doctrine and followed their rules. And I started to understand that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Lichdom didn't have to be what he planned it to be. <laughs> Lichdom? Lichdom. Right. Yeah. It works. It's, it's a thing, maybe. I, we're going to say it. I was going to say that you're looking for this book to see in the future, but I, but some people don't need books to see in the future. It's I've a... seen this room, and I've seen you, and I've heard the heads before. And he looks. Do you me. really think that, do you think that we would bring a book 
to a place like this, if we even had it, how silly do you think we are? <laughs> no, the book is under lock and key. It is protected where is it, it needs to be. Is it? Okay. Are is you able to tell us the name of this this person or creature who is no longer who they seem to be? What's your name? <laughs> By the way, what's your name? Sorry. P.S. Give us your deets. <laughs> you slide into my Slutty. DMs and tell me what your name is. I just want to know your name. It's not so bad, is it? We're all friends here, man. <laughs> uh, he just says, you're not ready <laughs> for that information quite yet. But if I could just look into the is book. Is it somebody we've encountered, though? No. He says, if I could okay. just look into the book, I could see how to defeat my mentor. No, I could, the book is not here. I could see how to do it if I could just see the book. Make a request. Make a request. <laughs> Knights of Fiance is a make me enough for I can't refuse. <laughs> um, I'm using everything I have. The book's not here. It's, just reserve it on. Just reserve it online. Deception check for me, please. Okay. What's deception? Ooh, twenty-one. Yeah. What is, oh, oh. Plus. 24. Yeah, all right. He's not here. He's believing you guys. Um, and he says, look, I, if you could bring it to me, because I can't go to Knight's Defiance because, you know, lich. But... <laughs> you have an intermediary, and I point to the sprite. What did you look like before you became a lich? I'm just curious. Um, I'm of elven descent. I kind of gathered that. It was the ears that gave it away, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he talks about um, truly wanting to prevent terrible things from happening. And he um, says, you know, if I had had the book, I could have stopped Canticle Bay. I don't remember Canticle Bay, so it's irrelevant to me. Like, yeah, what are, what are you referencing here? I don't want to stereotype, but <laughs> liches typically don't have great motives. So, can you give us like yeah. a little bit more to work on than trust me, guys? <laughs> How do you know about Canticle Bay? And like, what do you think, like, Buzzkill? Saying super deep and like his full-on facing lich now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think, Buzzkill? Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Okay, let's start with Care. Care, uh, the, the lich turns to you and says, you must have learned about degrees of trouble, I suppose. And I had myself in a degree of trouble. A mentor found me and my mentor, who I, again, truly did believe in, turned out to be less than noble with his intentions in his quest for knowledge, which is truly all that any of us want. What do you? What does this have to do with Canticle Bay? <laughs> I will get there. So, when my mentor revealed his true intentions to me, that's when I split from him. It wasn't the Siren Queen that controlled you in Canticle Bay. It was my former mentor. And that event was the last straw. That's when I broke from my mentor. Who's your mentor? Can we use, sorry, 
using first names or something. Ooh. I feel like we're pretty close right now. I feel like we're pretty close right now. Like best friends. Like we're like best BFFs. Yeah. yeah. He says, I'm not ready for names yet, but I am willing to Ooh. trade information for a book. But we don't have the book. I mean... So maybe you could come back when you do have the book. And Bosky's like, whoa, guys, this is not what I thought we were going to do here today. We were supposed to get a look. We were supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that I need to do, and there are a lot of people that I need to talk to, including Pete, to understand what the hell is happening here. Uh, so you're the one who also walked it right into the middle of the whole thing with, with fairy chick, whatever. What is she? Sprite? Furnace, sprite. Right. With the sprite chick. Furnace, yeah, thank you. Furnace in the middle of it, not knowing what you were walking into. You walked right into the middle of it. I... Notes of subterfuge. (laughs) She told me... She told me that he wasn't a bad guy. That's exactly what she said, and I chose to believe her. And I think... And he looks over at the lich and says that she was right. And the lich just kind of (sighs) goes... I just want a book. I want a book. That's truly all that I want is a book. So I can look in the book and I can see how to defeat my mentor. That's truly all that I want. I want to be able to stop him. And in order to stop him, I need to know what is written in the book. Things are... I don't think the book can help you. I don't agree with that. So chemical base still happened. Who? Yeah, it still happened. If I had had the book, it wouldn't have happened. I could have stopped it. But other people had it. But it's irrelevant then. It's It's... We can't stop it. It's Other people not. perhaps don't know what the book truly means. I think they got a pretty good idea. We'll relay your message. We'll get back to you. <laughs> our people will talk to your people. That's good enough yeah, for now. Yeah, you have a call. You have a card. <laughs> roll it, <laughs> so we don't. Have, <laughs> so we don't roll, have to roll. go through this little wait, sprite here. Wait, roll decks for a rolodex. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Very funny. All right. Uh, Do you have a way, a means of us communicating with you that does not involve the sprite? Because we trust her as far as we can throw her, which pretty, you know, it's probably pretty far. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Right. Um, we don't trust her as you know. Well, we trust those hags more than we trust her. Because we, we saw her subterfuge and trying to steal a ball in the first place. Okay. I'm guessing we can find you at the cave? I mean, this is where I am. This is your, your haunt? This is it. Um, <laughs> just looking to see. High five. High five. Oh, come on, that's killer. For a day. I've missed you so much. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> missed you. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I've missed your cynicism. Truly. Perfect. I love you. Right. <laughs> we need that in the game. Uh, Bosky uh, will know how to get in touch with the Lich uh, should you need to relay information to the Lich. And plus, um, he knows the portal to get back here, and the Lich can't leave the cave. So oh. you guys kind of had the upper hand on that. Sick. Yeah. Awesome. What's with those hags? <laughs> The hags are working with my mentor, former mentor. They you have been. Those, you want to rein those bitches in. 
right. <laughs> they're not mine. <laughs> Believe I, me. I, 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 I'm scratching the, my dragon's head on my my neck and scratching yeah. his head. Make sure he stays calm. Okay. Cool. All right. So as you get back to the headquarters, you step through the portal that Bosky has created for you to travel through, and as you all kind of you know gather i guess in the common area uh you suddenly feel the building shake you hear a rumbling you get the distinct smell of smoke and care i would like you to roll for perception please oh no <laughs> uh five total <laughs> He's super miffed about Canticle Bay right now. Yeah, right. You're, you're a little bit... All in his own thoughts. Yeah, you're kind of preoccupied. How about Xandra? I think you might... This might be applicable to you, too. So, Xandra, make a, a perception roll for me. 15 on die, and I get a plus. Okay. I just don't know what it is. Okay. Well, 15 yeah. is good enough. This other part is bonus. Okay, so... You can hear in the distance the very obvious sound of some kind of battle happening. I tell them there's a some sort of a battle going on. Do, can I discern the direction? It's kind of omnipresent. It's all it's coming from all directions. It's everywhere. All directions. Yeah. Yeah, something going down. Glaive out. Okay. Glaive at the ready. Alright. Musician for a fight. <laughs> okay. Alright. So as you guys start to get wise to what's going on here at the headquarters. Hoggett comes running through the common area and he sees you guys with Bosky and he kind of like skids to a stop and he just says guys, big trouble. Uh, we've been invaded. There's a whole bunch of monsters. Nobody knows how they got here. Everybody is fighting. The only spot that isn't protected right now is the front entrance of the headquarters. We need you guys to cover the front entrance. There's a front what? entrance? <laughs> Which you guys have not been to yet. <laughs> yeah. I thought this is in, a, in like a void. It is in yeah, the void. Yeah, like some sort of a pocket. Yep, it is. There's a front. We, okay. Which that's way? a weird design. Weird design, but we'll go. What kind of monsters? Uh, all different kinds. All different kinds. All different kinds. <laughs> yeah, all different kinds. You guys, uh, Bosky is like, guys, I've got to go that way and find out what's going on you guys head to the main entrance and he just kind of gestures in a generic uh you know <laughs> direction hagen sure i'll go to that place i've never been yes absolutely <laughs> so hagen um actually uh kind of takes the lead and guides you guys uh through to where they need you to be and you kind of go down a corridor and like you know a bunch of lefts and then a bunch of rights and then down another corridor and the next thing you know you're standing in front of these two massive wooden doors and the doors open as he approaches you guys uh, you pass through the first set of wooden doors and there's like a an anti-chamber i guess there's just an empty it's like square room with another set of double doors giant wooden doors he approaches the doors and they open again and that leads out onto this very long probably 12 foot wide um bridge that goes into blackness it doesn't really lead anywhere uh it's almost like the the castle was like scooped up in a bubble and lifted uh you look over the edge 
of uh, the bridge, and when you look down, you see just hair doesn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you just see like you you know like fog and blackness. You don't really see like water or grass or land or anything like that. You just see more nothing. And as you could do that, uh, Renee, can you give me a uh, perception check, please? Eight. Eight. You hear a faint sound of something kind of nagging at you from behind you. Care? (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that you? What was me? He's like near the door, away from the edge. How, like, how much earth between it's probably it's probably like eight feet and then a pathway widens and then it goes out onto the bridge okay so but there's no like uh i'm picturing like a sudden drop type thing if there is one it's way on the other edge of the bridge it's not right here like the the bridge and the headquarters are directly attached because uh cares afraid of heights yeah it's it's kind of a drawbridge but there's no real drawbridge you just kind of open and you're on the bridge right Okay. Yeah. Is my I, I dragon tell everybody... who's around my neck saying anything, or give me images? Elizabeth, will you hey, give me nagging. a perception check, please? Twenty-three. Okay. So as you're standing there and you're you're kind of scanning everything as rogues do, you're getting a good look at the outside of the headquarters. It's kind of the opposite of the TARDIS. The outside of this building looks absolutely massive compared to the parts of the headquarters that you guys have seen so far. It's like. Does it make sense you guys have only seen this little tiny corner of the building when it's apparently quite massive? Aaron, you see kind of in the distance on the other edge of the bridge, three figures that seem to be slowly taking their time coming towards you on the bridge. Um, guys, there's 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 people coming. Care goes out in front, to... not too far, just at the right. Do we want to go check them out? Do we want to stay back? I'm pulling I my sword out. Xandra looks in her direction. If she's pointing it out. I grab my um, dragonbane blade and I kind of get close to Hagen. Oh, he's not with you anymore. God damn it. Sorry, it's it's just the five of you guys on the bridge. Sorry, that was my mistake. I should have clarified that. Okay. I want to see if they are people or if they're something else because they just walked out of nothing. Sure. Okay. Perception. Again. 22. Okay. The three figures look incredibly familiar to you as they start to get a little bit closer on the bridge. You recognize them as the three hags that you faced in the lich lair. We avoided facing. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. So um, what I would like you to do right off the bat is give me a wisdom save. Everyone, please. Alright. Twelve for me. Okay. Thirteen. Twenty-two. Twelve. Yeah. Eighteen. Thirteen. Did I, did I hear eight. a twenty-two and an eight, right? Yeah. You had the eight. Okay. Uh, you are frightened for one minute. Not again. Yes, again. Ladies. <laughs> and you'll have to repeat that saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Between the At two of the us, of hopefully we can remember that. Yeah. Disadvantage on ability checks to tackle. Yep. Okay. 
the hags get uh, a little bit closer to you, a little bit closer to you, and we have now an opportunity to roll for initiative. Three different dice, three different salty bitches. <laughs> so, Christine? 21. Okay, uh, Janet? 13. Uh, Renee? 14. And Aaron? 20. I got 13 on die. Where is my... I have to go on the phone. Ah, 15. Okay. Okay, so it goes uh, Christine, uh, one of the hags, Aaron, Cynthia, Renee, Janet, and then the last two hags go at the end of the round. All right. So, what's Care going to do? Care's going to rage. All right. Oh, yeah. Tentacle Bay, these ladies again. It's all just gone to heck. He's so. just spiraling. Yeah, I can't approach, so he's gonna do the javelin. Okay. Is it the one with the chain of returning? No, he hasn't gotten that back yet. I've been meaning to. Still in Meg's room, isn't that it? That hasn't happened. Uh, no, I gave it to Elizabeth. Ah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so javelin. Uh,. They're within 30 feet or 120? Yeah, they're they're about like probably 50 feet right. away at this point. Okay. Ta-da! Natural 20 plus five, 25. Damn. Okay, um, which one do you want to go for? There are three hags. You are facing a night hag, a sea hag, and a green hag. Uh, night hag. Okay. Yeah. So it is your, how, what was our what was our critical hit? Oh, right. Roll a twenty on uh, an attack. What was that roll? Was it the highest hit die plus your damage? <laughs> uh, <laughs> max number on their hit dice plus dice roll plus damage modifiers. Okay. So six plus three, so it's eleven damage 11. from a javelin. Night Hag is coming back. Can she though? Yes. Let's make sure I would hope that she has one of those. She is firing back with magic missile, and she is uh, targeting care. Uh, dart deals one d4 plus one damage. The dark strikes simultaneously, or you can direct them to hit one creature or several. You can cast using spell slot of second level or higher. Uh, one more dart for each slot above first. She just does it at will, so I'm going to keep it at first level. And she just rolls damage, correct? Yeah, there's no to hit on that. Yeah. What type of damage is it? It's uh, magic damage? Psychic? It is force damage. Force. So that's not the stuff I can resist. Okay. And she does three of them, so it's 3d4s. Eight damage. Eight. Eight. Elizabeth, you're up. I am going to use my short bow. Okay, they're they're about, by the way, they're about 40 feet now at this point. They're still advancing. Yeah, this one does up to 80 feet. Yeah, that's all good. Um, 15 for my roll. Okay, which one are you targeting? The green hag, the sea hag, or the night hag? The night hag. Okay. And it's 1d6 plus 3. Sorry, what did you say you... What was the roll? Uh, 15. 15 to hit. What's your plus on uh, 
What's your attack modifier? Uh, taste plus, weapon. plus six. 15, so it's 21. 21. 21 to hit, yep, that hits. Alrighty, and four and three is seven. Seven damage? Yeah. Okay. Cynthia, what is Xandra gonna do? Xandra is casting Spiritual Weapon. Okay, I know. You're gonna have to refresh me on that one because I can't remember. Dang, that's a bonus action. Oh, hey. Cool. I create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until I cast the spell again. When I cast a spell, I can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus my spell casting ability modifier. As a bonus action on my turn, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. The weapon can take whatever form I choose. Claire, um, yeah, I don't have the I don't have to put the next part. Let's put clerics deities and different things. So, my spiritual weapon is gonna take the form of a gigantic magenta pink feather. Okay. The Feywild still influencing me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, was there one of the uh, hags in particular that you are targeting here? The lead one. Whoever's in the front. Uh, okay, well, the the night hag is in the middle, and then it's, you know, the green hag and the sea hag on the Oh, they're side. they're side by side. Yeah. They're going across. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the one that's on the, the sea hag. The sea hag? Okay. Yeah, we'll do the sea hag. All right. Okay, so that's my bonus action, and I'm going to smack her with it. Okay. That's what with it the does. With a feather? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hey, it does, it does, it still does damage. It can be cool. It, whatever I want it to be. Oh, that's that's so I have to roll the hit. That would be Christmas spell. That would be 17 to hit. That hits. Okay, and it does a D8 plus four. So six plus ten damage. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Renee, what is Hada gonna do? I'm gonna cast spiritual weapon. Okay. And it's gonna be in the form of a chicken. Just stay on the poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now there's a chicken and a feather running around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to attack. Which one did you attack? The sea hag. I'll attack the sea hag as well. Okay. Uh, yes. I'll attack the sea hag as well. Um, so 1d8. Oops. weapon. Yeah, you rolled a hit and then you roll your damage. Plus ten. You say four. Does ten hit? Four. To, uh, does ten hit? No, ten doesn't hit. Ten doesn't hit. Okay. Oh. And I'll also cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Plus two, eight damage. Uh, so the Sea Hag has to succeed on a Dex saving throw. Okay. Sorry, you said it was Dex. Yes. Yeah, she gets a seven. Let's fail. Yeah. Okay, so 2d8. Uh, that's a 16. Okay. All right. Eight and eight. Wow. Mm. That's a slap. Uh, Janet. Or sorry, Renee, is that the end of your turn? It is. Okay. Janet? Uh, I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Okay. 
at ye old green hag. Okay. And okay. <clears throat> so nineteen. Twenty-three. Yeah, that's gonna hit. And then my damage is eight d six, which I'm gonna try the D and D Beyond dice because then I can do eight of these suckers. And it makes a cute little sound too when you roll them. Oh, does it? Uh, da 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 da. So I add those up, right? So twenty-six. Yeah, it adds it up together. Oh, look at that. Yep. It is now the Sea Hag's turn. No. Yes. They've now moved up to about 30 feet. Care. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw, please. This is called Death Glare. Please make this. <laughs> Eight. Uh, Care, I'm you're... raging if that means anything. Yes, it probably does. Oh, wait. Oh. Uh... State resistance it doesn't say spell resistances, so probably not. <laughs> well, your yeah, HP is end. dropped to zero. <laughs> he doesn't get to do anything. Okay. Good thing is so is that I your cleric is close by. <laughs> I guess. I can cure wounds if I need to too. Yeah. So I'm no longer frightened, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if your HP is dropped to zero, I would think that all effects are off. All right, so that's the Sea Hag. Now the Green Hag is uh, going to come after Hada. Oh wait, nope, she can't, Never mind. She just takes her movement speed up to 30, so she's now uh, within 10 feet of everyone. Whoever's in the front of your group, uh, she's within 10 feet of you guys. So she just takes her uh, movement speed and that's her turn. So we're back up to the top of the order. Christine, you are down, right? Yep. Yep. So, so that... death save? Yes. <laughs> no, well, no, because... Well, I don't know. Well, I'm unconscious at the beginning of my turn. Yeah, with zero yeah. HP. You, you, said, you said just my hero, my, my health just dropped to zero. Yes. So I think you said death saves unless it was... Yeah. Like a super obvious death. <laughs> yes, that's right. You fall into a beat grinder. Yeah. Death saves. <laughs> 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 You're tiny bits now. Good yeah, luck right. with that. <laughs> but they all come back together on the other end because you rolled a 17. Yay! <laughs> I just roll in a, a d20. D20, yeah. Yeah, and it's a 10 is the line. Oh, don't you love a cliffhanger? <laughs> That's where we're going to leave it for this week. Find out what happens to care next Tuesday right here on Wizards and Wine. By the way, if you are enjoying the show, make sure you tell two friends so they can tell two friends and they can tell two friends and help us get the word out about our little podcast that could. Also, I uh, want to remind you that uh, we would love to have some feedback, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, if you are listening on a podcasting platform, please do leave a review. Make it five stars if you could, but you don't have to. I mean, we'll take four stars. That'll be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, we would love to hear from you. You can hit us up on socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And uh, of course, you can always email wizardsandwine at gmail.com. And if it's a complaint, Cynthia will get back to you. Until next week, always drink responsibly and always carry a D20. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab?
Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.